0: This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, the Greys. Welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your hosts, Jim and Tom. This is it. I mean, we should probably rebrand our name for a few of the things that we've watched uh, as the Garbage Wars show.
1: Yeah, we've done bad. Because
0: we uh, we are venturing into uh, Life Day. We're going to celebrate Life Day and May the 4th and Star Wars Day by reviewing the holiday special. Yeah. Yeah, what a, uh, what a tough, fun... Tough fun watch uh, some say tough i say fun because
1: yeah i had a hard time yeah i had a real hard time with this one
0: yeah this one was a this Nobody was a rough watch. watch this was, it was uh 100 a rough watch
1: i couldn't convince anybody i got overruled last night when i tried to watch it
0: you went from uh that to muppets take manhattan
1: in in five minutes
0: well i mean Listen, we're watching, uh, we chose to review something that is barely in English. And yeah, it's oof. an yeah. hour and 37 minutes long. And this is something that has never been mass released. We had to find a copy on YouTube.
1: What copy did you have? There's a copy with commercials. I did not get that I had that the one. copy that had, yeah, yeah, I didn't, It added like an extra 25 minutes to it. So I just got the one with new commercials. But like the W... The WHIO station, the one I sent you, right?
0: That's the one I had.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: And uh, man, what a uh, what a fun watch. But before we get into to that, I have some news. It's bound to happen. More of our movies are getting delayed. And uh, John Wick got pushed back another year. Yeah. Um, Universal. That decided, sucks. Yeah, Universal decided to pull all of their movies and push them back a year, it seems like uh because they yeah, they can't, they can't so film well. anything at this moment. And have you seen what uh is deciding to do? No. They're not going to put out a uh universal film when they come back. They're out they're bootleg or not bootlegging. They're uh they're banning universal because they went out and released trolls and said this is the new way of the future. And they're like, "Well, we're not going to do your movies anymore."
1: Uh well, I mean, I think uh theaters are 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 kind of going to start disappearing. It's going to be a tough road for theaters. Not pro- production companies will live on. You know they are always make money, but I don't. I don't think um, theaters have a lot of, of of stake in this game anymore. Like they're, I think it's proof that they're not really needed. You know.
0: Yeah. I. I mean, you went out and. 20 bucks gets you an entire movie. You can go to the dollar store and yeah. get all the snacks you want. Popcorn you already might have at home. Um, and you get to sit there and have as many people as you want over. It's it's not a pause it when you need to go to the bathroom. It's I, I feel bad because I do feel that some movies deserve the theater release. Uh, and I'd like to see them like the big spectacles.
1: And there's things I'd definitely want to go see in a theater. It's like big action. But I also... like you know for a relatively cheap amount of money I brought a projection or a projector a screen um, and we could have popcorn and and like you said have everything we need in, you know my backyard yeah um, so it, and it for you know the projector I bought one it was like a hundred and fifty dollars I mean you can spend four hundred dollars and get a real nice projector but it's not even. It's like, what's that? The cost of five movies that we'll see. I, I mean, <laughs>
0: for for your family, that's two movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's it's not like. Um, I think in the end, I I might make out in the deal. Yeah. I mean, I still have to spend twenty dollars on a movie, but I mean, it, it might be worth it. I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure out if this is going to really change the way I go see movies and it might, it might yeah. have a real drastic.
0: And there's going to be like 2021, 2022 is going to be like every week. There's going to be a movie we want to see. Like we're going yeah. to go bankrupt. Like we're already kind of in, <laughs> in a recession and now it's going to yeah. even further our, like we're going to obviously contribute to get back into the economy, but geez, it's going to be rough because right. everything's coming out. And on the heels of the John Wick delay uh, announcement, they're making a new Transformers movie in 2022, uh, which is either going to be a Bumblebee uh, sequel or a Beast Wars spinoff. Huh. And then they said they're making a a new um, GI Joe movie that, like, a spinoff from the Snake Eyes that they're already working on. So, like, we're getting more universes as you know, as this is happening. We're, they're give, the the crisis has kind of allowed people to write as many screenplays p- as possible.
1: I, I, but my thing is, is like, okay, movies have been made and squashed or sat on for years. Uh, with relative, like, they sat on New Mutants until it didn't matter anymore. And I can't figure out why. Like, I understand they put a lot of money out and all this and they have a schedule, but why can't you just make the movie? And yeah. it's not going to last forever. But I guess, I mean, they got to get paid... You know, hundred million dollars, and they need investors, and so I don't know. I don't know why the schedule has to change that drastically. Yeah, but
0: think about how much money they they wasted on marketing. You know, that trailer came out what two thousand eighteen, so that's a couple thousand dollars or a couple hundred thousand dollars, depending on how broad they wanted to make that trailer release. Then they did the the re-release, so they had all the posters and everything for that. Then they had to do the other, yeah. you know, delayed re reopening, and now they're gonna have to do it again. So like, they're already in the hole.
1: Yeah. But you sure. know,
0: the, the only thing that can come out of this is that they need to make a He-Man movie. <laughs> Everybody's got time to write the we'll best see. movie. Nobody's doing anything.
1: Yeah. Right. Just relax and write something yeah. good. You know? I don't I don't know if it'll ever happen, but just, you know, put forth your best effort and see what can what you could do. Make a
0: good He-Man movie and I'll be happy. That's all I'm asking for. Uh and then the last thing that I have um is a rumor, but a lot of people are speaking on it. Uh, Becky Lynch is going to be in a Marvel movie. Is yeah, she? That's the rumor. The, it doesn't say which really? movie. Uh, and they, there's hmm. a rumor like, Where does she there, belong? there's another like side rumor that she's already filmed her scenes. So could it be Black Widow? Is she going to be a member of the Assassin's Guild that they have going there? Or is it going to be the Eternals and just in passing a cameo in New York City? Or is she in Shang-Chi? I
1: don't know. She's taken a lot of time off, she hasn't really wrestled. She, uh, she did that show Billions, which is supposedly so stout. Mm-hmm. Um, is she going to be the next one to move on? She's probably only got a couple years left in her career that like where she's going to be hot, so might as well start building up that resume now.
0: Yeah, but how many movies are out there looking for a thick <laughs> Irish accent? Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, I know. Um,
0: she can't turn it off.
1: Yeah, I mean, is she going to be... I mean, she did a little acting. She did Vikings before, but Vikings is ambiguous. You could just be whatever accent you want.
0: She also did uh, the Marine.
1: Oh, okay. With the Miss,
0: yeah. we're like twelve rounds. One of those movies she did, like the Marine Forty Six, where like we're at. I think we're at seventy-two rounds now on uh, WWE's film schedule. She could
1: play uh, Moira.
0: Yeah, Moira McTaggart. I I honestly think it's Black Widow. I think she shows up in. Um, the Russian training montage she's one of the assassins from Ireland
1: yeah or some yeah yeah some European assassin that has to uh,
0: minor role I'm not even thinking a big role
1: yeah mine but
0: <sighs> I don't think she's that I don't think she's an actor
1: yeah I guess why not she no she's definitely not an actor but she is she's up their game by becoming an actor by acting like something else and um... So maybe it's in there, and she's, you know, attractive enough where she could get any yeah. role she wants. She's attractive, but she's not like your standard blonde hair, blue eyed, yeah. um, cookie cutter Hollywood special. She, you know, she's a redhead from Ireland. So I don't know. I'd like to see what she could be. You know, can't no. build a movie around her, but she could be in a squad. She could be somebody's. Yeah. You know.
0: I, I was reading that she um, she is getting a lot of help on the side from Paul Heyman with her promo writing, her Twitter stuff, like all of her social media stuff. That was Paul Heyman helping.
1: Oh, uh, okay. He's building stars now, or at least yeah. trying.
0: She would be a good one to kind of band himself, like become like her manager. Like if she ever loses the title, then kind of rebrand. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, go with Paul Heyman.
1: She becomes the first Heyman, cause there is Haman guy. She becomes the first Heyman girl.
0: No, they'd be sure to say, "I'm a Heyman man."
1: Yeah, I'm the Heyman man.
0: Yeah, that's that's money right there. That's so much money right there on yeah. her part. But I don't know. Time time will tell with uh, with Becky Lynch and what movie she's in, if she's even in a movie. But I, I thought that was interesting. And, yeah, uh, since we are a sci-fi slash wrestling podcast. Uh,
1: <laughs> slash slash. Slash, slash. You so, know, I, I, uh, just on a side note, um, I don't know why it's coming up here, but I, I think we're we're avoiding talking about this stupid movie or this great movie. But uh, I've, uh, like, a lot of people have been asking about the podcast, like, more than usual. Like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll tell you what. <laughs> like, you know. So, you know, they ask me what it is, and I'm like, well, we talk a lot about if I have to, like, order it. It started out as sci-fi. Now it's, like, pop culture entertainment stuff. Yeah. And then it became, like, we have a little wrestling pie, like, piece of the pie in there. And, uh, you know, we might have, like, a gaming slice of the pie in there or something. I don't know. Basically, now we talk...
0: It's a very potluck lunch-style <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> we do talk about movies, TV, and stuff, but it's, it's definitely... Uh, we spoil things. That's our main objective is to spoil movies and tv so yeah but i've been given like i've been talking to a lot of people about it more than anybody i'm like you know i've had this podcast for three years and you haven't asked me about it now that we're on quarantine you ran for all your <laughs> other shit now you right? want to talk about it best thing for
0: us we're getting some pretty good <laughs> lessons with uh thanks to the quarantine uh as we do spoil things i'm going to do a non-spoiler Oh. Uh, on a series that I watched, uh, I just out on a whim, Chelsea and I watched 10 episodes of Upload last night.
1: Oh, all of it, mm.
0: all of it, everything. We watched it all. Um, she wanted to see it. I uh, I was a little reluctant because it's, you know, it's lead star is Robbie Amell. And I thought, thought it was going to be something similar to like the Duff or something like that. Uh, then I found out that the guys who created The Office wrote it. So I, I was like, let's give it a shot. Uh, and I will say that I am 100% on board with it, man. I really? enjoyed the hell out of it. It's 45 minutes first episode, half hour minutes, all not the rest of the nine. Okay. So it's and a little it is,
1: Mandalorian, the way they do yeah, their thing. It's,
0: mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's got heart. It's got a good story. It's, it's funny. A, it's all it's, him uh, for, every episode? It No. Uh, so what happens is it's kind of – you ever heard of The Good Place? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like that he dies. Yeah. And he gets uploaded. His con- it's very like it's good place meets altered carbon kind of deal like on on premise yeah, because kind of they go to his a... consciousness Okay. His consciousness gets uploaded into a uh kind of like a retirement center. Like it's called Lakeview like, yeah. where where everybody's there who has died if you can afford it. It's like very very rich. It's a, it's a future show where it's set where uh, money can get you to heaven uh whichever version of heaven you want it to be and you can get to a kmart version of heaven or <laughs> you can get to like the google Amazon version of heaven and he gets to the google Amazon one and the trailer kind of paints it as it's just him interacting in heaven he turns into like a a my block kind of character okay. in one episode but it's it's not like that at all it has a story uh it it's got other players besides him uh, a lot of people that i've never heard of uh this is a lot of unknown actors and actresses and okay I think that works um it's got have you watched dave
1: not yet no
0: okay there's an actress in dave who plays his girlfriend's friend who's also in this and i was like oh i recognize her uh, her name's christine co i believe is her name uh but as i watched it it's Changed my mind a little bit on Robbie and Mel.
1: Really? Well, he's that's funny. Two-
0: he's really funny in this. Oh, really?
1: That's two shows. Yeah. I mean, not that uh, Code Code Eight would change your mind about him. That wasn't the one for that. But he wasn't. He wasn't bad in it. He was pretty good in that.
0: Yeah. This This is the one that changed my mind because um, it is funny. Like I said, it, it does have heart, but there's a story there. There's uh, intrigue where it's. No, I don't think the trailer serves it any justice, honestly, because the trailer kind of paints it as this like 30 minute comedy, which it is, but there is an, there's an arc and there's a cliffhanger at the end and it sets it up for a season two. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm going five out of five for 10 episodes on that.
1: Really? I'll have to catch yeah. up on it. I forgot yeah, it was out. A... I'm, I'm, I was looking to see what was out, what new was out, but uh, yeah, I totally forgot about that one.
0: Yeah, it's another hit from Amazon, man. They are, they're good going out there and doing their thing. This was a good one. Yeah, they're one.
1: claiming the crown, yeah. Because um, I just finished Good Omens. I just finished, you know, I finished a bunch of stuff on there, but Good Omens was the first one I finished. Um, That's so good. Started yeah. watching Bosch on there, uh, Grand Tour, which is my favorite show on there. Um, are you going to watch Seaman? So yeah, I did watch Seaman. Is it any good? W- yeah, I loved it. We it all looks, watch it. We all like the show here.
0: It looks ridiculous. I saw the trailer for it last night. I was like, I want to see this.
1: It's really good. Really good. So uh,
0: I'm four episodes into Defending Jacob. Okay. And I've reached the point where I get in dramas where I hate every single character. Okay. Everyone is making bad decisions, and I'm so mad at them all.
1: And that's the thing is I have to do that for yeah. the push the story. But I get what you're saying. I get like that too. Like, Like when it's... Like I always go to the wire. The wire is great because of the layers and the writing. But there's a point where you're like, no, you don't want to do that. It's going to ruin everybody's plans, and it's going to, you know, I destroy everything you've built. And and I'm like, it's just a stupid TV show. Stop. No. But that's that's part of it being good is like you get behind these people. But I um I was talking with my Wednesday i don't know what we call it it's our wednesday guys in it's a bunch of the guys that like to go out drink beer and eat at restaurants um now that we can't we have nothing to do so uh every wednesday we meet up and we just you know shoot the shit but um it was uh we were talking a lot about uh apple tv because i said uh you know there's some things on there and everybody was like, I looked at it, and for the price, $7 a month, they're like, I don't, or I think it's five ninety nine. Yeah, right? it's
0: five.
1: Said it's not worth it. I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Like, there's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there that I don't necessarily like, but, you know, just defending Jacob, I haven't seen it, but I'd watch it. I'd give yeah. it a chance. Now, I know, like, Mythic Quest is good. Yeah, and C. I definitely want to watch, I want to finish C. I want to, you know, there's that, that, uh, Steve Carell shows on there, um, where he's like a, uh, an anchor, yeah, that looks pretty show. good, yeah. So, there's a bunch of stuff on there, right? Do I want to play five ninety nine a month just to watch five shows? No, but I'm spending what am I spending, seven dollars a month just to watch Picard, yeah, at right. this point. But, uh, yeah, w- let me write a note that I have to cancel that, yeah, um. <laughs> So I, I don't know I mean it's getting so hard to keep track.
0: There's another one coming out this week, or with it, this oh, month yeah. HBO Max comes out this month fifteen dollars yeah. a yeah. month.
1: Yeah, I'm not
0: gonna. I won't do it until uh, all the CW or all the superhero shows are gonna be on there, right? Because that's where Justice League Dark is gonna be, Green Lantern, and um, Adam Strange.
1: Yeah, I um, we will review and we will participate in HBO Max. Um, but I say now, and I hope everybody forgets, I will not pay fifteen dollars a month for HBO Max. All right. That's just crazy. I'll ju- I'll make you an account. <laughs> I'll
0: I'll make it's like Netflix. I'll give you a a page on mine.
1: Okay.
0: So we'll we'll be set. All right, let's uh let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Yeah, uh, sure. Full spoilers <laughs> for anybody who has any interest in this movie. We watched old, the Star Wars old Holiday movie. Special and it is a Boy, holiday that none of us have ever celebrated it's a it's a wookiee holiday called life day
1: nope. yeah. that
0: celebrates all the inhabitants and creatures and races of Kashyyyk, the wookiee planet yeah i will say that uh, 90% of this is in shriwook <laughs>
1: uh, that's
0: the official language of this movie and man this is a uh...
1: no subtitles either
0: yeah no no subtitles uh peak garbage
1: yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: and we're doing this because we're doing this because today is uh star wars yeah. day may the fourth yes and uh we were going to rewatch the the la- the return of the or Re- return of skywalker and uh yeah we decided to do this
1: uh the rise <laughs> of the jedi what is it <laughs> what are we supposed to be watching uh
0: oh rise of the skywalker and we decided to do this i don't even know what the hell the titles are called anymore
1: i'm gonna rewatch and give it a second chance we've kind of waxed and waned with that one but uh
0: i feel like we should probably should have went back to yeah, it.
1: yeah 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 uh well now we can go back renewed and be like yeah i mean this is great and this is how i you know when i talk about fandoms um a lot of fandoms like to go you know the new stuff isn't it sucks it's never going to be as good as the old stuff and then uh, you People don't really, like, it, Star Trek gets it all the time. You know, oh, well, it's a whole different world. And like, no, man, just re-watch and take your blinders off, and you can see how, like, they made the Federation really shitty. And this is the same thing, like, people are always like, oh, the old ones are so much better, and, and nothing competes. And I am one of those people to a certain extent. But I also go back and say, this exists, and this is horrible. This was made yeah. a year after the New Hope, so New Hope got made and was running and and working and and making money, and on the coattails of that, they were using that money to produce this Christmas special.
0: Yeah. So this this holiday special was titled officially titled Star Wars Episode Four and a Half: The Holiday Special. <laughs> um, and the thing about this special was. This was a unused plot that George Lucas had already written for A New Hope. Okay, this was supposed to happen, and so like, what the plan was uh, was George had a whole scene in Kashyyyk where a screen came on and it was uh, Life Day and showing how Han, Luke, Leia, and all the main players were uh, fighting the Empire. Okay, and it it led. Probably the least favorite character, one of the least favorite, Lumpy, uh, to run and tell his dad to get back to Kashik for Life Day, and it was too kind of uh, too much for that movie.
1: Yeah, it was. It, this was too much. Um,
0: yeah. Um, did you know that this was supposed to be annual?
1: Oh, Jesus
0: Christ! Yeah.
1: I don't know where to start. Like, how did this happen? Like, <laughs> it's a year after they made the movie. They, they made. A New Hope, and they were in production like right after A New Hope for uh, uh, Empire. Empire. So, in that, and, and there's your, like, two of the all-time greatest movies ever made, right there. So right there, smack tab in the middle of it, with the same players, well, a little different. They make this, like, I don't, this doesn't well, make any sense to me.
0: What I think happens is, in the words of the late, great Rick James, Cocaine's a hell of a drug.
1: Uh, because
0: this was a coke binge, hour and thirty-seven minutes. Like I want, I felt like I needed to be high to watch this.
1: Carrie Fisher. Um, okay, there's a lot we have to talk about, and and if anybody hasn't seen this, no matter what we say, get it out of your system. Go watch this and join the masses of the people that have watched it. I mean, it's free on YouTube. So
0: yeah, there's there's no other way to get it. No
1: one's taking credit for this.
0: George Lucas said that if he had enough time, he would go out and find every pirate version <laughs> and smash it.
1: Uh, so Princess, he, Ka- he doesn't stand by this. Carrie Fisher, who doesn't have a great singing voice, and this is, we should also mention, like, this is somewhat of a a, a musical.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, Jefferson, Sh- Jefferson Starship appears in this. It's like the official it's the official band of the empire
1: get it it's the jefferson starship um and uh what's her name that uh uh, uh
0: Diane Carroll
1: Diane Carroll that uh, that uh Chewbacca's dad jerked off to that's what was happening in that scene right <laughs> he was getting yeah
0: I, I i it was definitely a vr experience and i don't think it was a uh, a, uh, a kid friendly vr no. experience cuz that, that was whole that whole setup to
1: watch. was gross it was like a, yeah. a gross old man thing. Uh, yep, yeah.
0: and like he has like a crazy underbite. He had no teeth in. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was his name? Itchy yeah.
1: Mala. He,
0: he was. They should. After that scene, they should have just called him Sticky.
1: Uh, he. And that's what I'm saying is they had, they still had all the sets. They still had all, all the people that were responsible for. And I know it's money, but all the people that were responsible for the first two Star Wars movies are still working. They're still making Star yeah. Wars at this point. So they had all the money. They had all the sets. They had all the, the employees. They had uh, whatever. Was it. When did. What was it called back then? It wasn't Industrial Light and Magic yet or whatever. But you know. Whoever was doing the special effects. They were still employed. And then they came out with this thing. It was like. Shitty rubber mask. I This is something I would expect to see in like Mystery Science Theater 3000. How bad it was. Yeah. It was worse than those movies.
0: You know what's funny? They they perfected Chewbacca, right? All, way back in the 70s. Well, uh, a year earlier. You see this, and yeah, you see this, and you see how bad this is, right? And how bad the, the other Wookiee costumes were. But then they didn't fix that. Do you remember when we watched um, Solo? Our main gripe was the the Wookiee family. It yeah. looked like a Bigfoot Halloween costume. Yeah. So they haven't fixed the problem because they don't obviously don't see any problems with
1: it. I guess because... We, you know, in our heads, Chewbacca is, is what a Wookiee should look like. And I think a lot of that has to do with Peter Mayhew being very tall, seven foot, right? Um, yeah, so, supposed to. So very tall, but very thin. And, and the way the costume fit on him, he, like, you know, when he moved and when he did things, it was his costume. He, like... That's what he created the wookies in in our head, so Mala, who was played by Mickey Morton, i don't even know who that is, and I guess they tried to give her a feminine figure or something, but it just made her look dumpy and fat
0: yeah, she was like nine foot eleven <laughs> and like they had it looked like Ed Asner was in um lumpy or not lumpy suit itchy suit
1: yeah, oh, it was so bad. The
0: voices just go through you, the sounds like the the Shrewook goes right through yeah. you and you know when you you were talking about how they had all the sets right we get first look at Kashyyyk through concept art <laughs> like it's just it looks like a piece of paper <laughs> on a board and they just zoomed build in on it a goddamn it very slowly, model and then you're inside the Sea Bears, Bears house yeah. it was
1: made this was made of construction paper uh, and like yeah bill a god you built models you, that's what you were you built all these goddamn models repurpose endor just build like just you know get the big tree and
0: well endor endor wasn't a thing yet
1: no true okay that's jedi yeah 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 but
0: endor could have just been a cardboard village <laughs> this like this was peak like we ran out of money in our budget but we have all these stars
1: if this wasn't like if they weren't already moving and paid for like uh uh yeah, Empire. If Empire wasn't already made for and, they, and if they aren't weren't already like sort of kind of in production, getting all of the, everything opened up, if that wasn't didn't already happen, do you think after they made this, do you think it could have made another one? I mean,
0: no. Like, I think this would have ruined it because yeah. half your like. So Carrie Fisher only signed on because she wanted to have that singing part. <laughs> That's the only reason she did
1: it. <laughs> it's so bad, and she's so coked out.
0: It was the longest ending I've ever seen. Uh,
1: I thought it, I had no idea what was happening. I thought I fell asleep when they're walking into when the they, sun. We, they're like just, with
0: the robes on, like, What's right? Going on? When Where are they at? They put on the red Yeah, they put on the red robes and I'm like, "Oh, this is it." And I like paused it and I had 25 minutes left and I'm like, <laughs> "What is happening?" And then she starts singing and then there's the tree of life and then there's like another flashback to like a television screen. And then the traitor's back. And then there's. I'm like, end the film. Just end this.
1: And they wanted to show you, like, remember how, like, we made that really great movie and New Hope, and they gave you flashbacks to New Hope. Not flashbacks to what you just saw, but flashbacks to, like, that really great movie that everybody saw, like, six months ago. None of this. They gave you one,
0: one scene of Darth Vader, which was archive footage. Yeah, archival this was the first movie in the Star Wars canon where James Earl Jones got credit for being Darth Vader (laughs) Uh, because he didn't, he didn't want his voice to be credited. He wanted uh, David Prowse to take full credit for it because he was portrayed, he was doing the heavy lifting. And uh, this was the one that really uh, did some things, but I actually,
1: great, great, great. I did
0: some research about this. And um, so, you know, the traitor, right? This is a, I guess the first point of contact to Kashyyyk is this. Uh, uh, I'll take a Walton's uh, reference, Ike Gotzi <laughs> of uh, Kashik, where he just runs a general store.
1: Uh, yes, kind of slimy. I think it's Art Carney, right?
0: Yes, Art Carney plays <laughs> our our uh, our trader. Okay. okay. So this can I can I tell you about this character? Sure. I'm going to get you inf- infuriated. <laughs> so there was a traitor-like smuggler already set to appear in a new hope right they couldn't fit him in so they put him on the holiday special do you know who that traitor was supposed to be art carney who was supposed to be the character that later became very popular in empire lando calverzian
1: jesus christ thank god yep. that didn't happen Ugh.
0: yeah the Ugh. he was supposed to be lando and they went in and said, you know what? We love the traitor from the Christmas special. Let's make a new character and make Lando. And they modeled Lando after this traitor.
1: Uh, let me ask you a serious question. And, uh, sure. Did you think he was trying to sleep with Mala?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like, he hated Itchy. Yeah. And loved Lumpy.
1: <laughs>
0: and just, he so was gross. all about Mala.
1: Yeah. I thought he was trying to. I thought a lot of people were trying to get with Mala, like uh, the first officer or that the chief officer was kind of like, "Let's get that kid over there doing like, let's keep him busy." Like, why'd you say that? Yeah. To her? What did that mean? Like, oh, that'll keep him busier.
0: Didn't he say there's like there's other ways you could fix this or like <laughs> yeah. what do you have to offer? Yeah. It, it was there was a like, lot of rapey vibes in, in the in the concept art house.
1: Made a cardboard that uh when Han comes in it brings. It's made a balsa wood. Yeah.
0: He, yeah, he pulls in. He's like, hey, I'm here. Hey, <laughs> I wouldn't miss this day if I missed it. You know, if I uh, – it was ter- just terrible. <laughs> he was also reluctant. Uh, Harrison Ford didn't want to do this.
1: Well, he, like he was a star at this point. And the thing is, like, I don't think – we all know Harrison Ford's a better actor than this. But he made – like it, it looked like he was basically reading off the of cue cards – and I think a lot of mm-hmm. you felt Carrie Fisher was propped up. I, I would would you know, uh, I think is the best thing to say for her because if she, I, I don't know, I don't do coke, but I got I've been drunk a lot, and and that's what it looked like for Carrie Fisher. She was, I don't know, man, I don't know, like I, I don't know. How do you, how do you do this? How do you? How do you take this and, tr- and like, turn it into this garbage? I don't know.
0: This might have been held over their heads. Like, hey, we, you know how much money you made from the first one. We've got two more coming. You need to be in these Christmas specials. There's no money in this like, one. We own you. There's no money for anybody well, in this one. Yeah. I don't even feel like...
1: Maybe we can go back and watch the one with the commercials, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, what, see what's in those commercials.
0: I wrote a lot of things down, and we've covered most of them, but... Uh, I will say the, the most promising thing that came from this, and out of, uh, you know, we'll turn garbage into gold here. We got the debut of Boba Fett.
1: Okay, the cartoon I thought, stylistically, it was a little wonky, but still, it's a very 70s style of, of cartooniness. And, and you've seen that pop up in a lot of the bigger cartoons. Um, but uh, I thought the cartoon was really, really good. And we get a lot, we get a, we get a lot of like, and I, from what I understand, this was, this is what we were supposed to get with Boba Fett every time, but kind of like they changed mm-hmm. the writing. But, uh, I, that's, it's one of my favorite parts and, and might be the only thing that saves this from being the absolute worst piece of garbage we've ever seen. But,
0: um, Yeah. With, with Boba Fett, they, uh, they were supposed to make him like a, a grayscale, black and white kind of character yeah. to look like the, the troopers. And when they decided to do an animated special, they're like, "Let's give him some color." Now he wasn't the the Boba Fett that we know from Jedi and Empire. Uh, he he kind of re- his armor resembled more of a Django Fett. But you have to kind of remember, this is a few years before the events of Empire, a few years before uh, uh, Jedi. So he he may have been in Django's uh, armor.
1: Yeah. Oddly enough, this watching the mandalorian, you know, recently and this there's a lot of vibes uh uh from from boba in the mandalorian, but this boba like the armor's mismatched yeah. and you earn your armor. Uh you know, he a- anything to anything to make a dollar, anything to to forward my objective. Uh, you know, he kind of came off like a mandalorian in that in that little cartoon, yeah. you know, 10 minute cartoon whatever it was, but uh yeah, like you got a good feel for it, and I'll say this: uh, this is the first time we get the name of Wookie or uh, Chewbacca's planet, right? That's introduced mm-hmm. in that cartoon. We really understand the Mandalorian. That's kind of where the Mandalore Mandalorian lore comes into place. Is kind of in that cartoon, like that's who we should have seen. You know, we love we love Boba Fett, but really only love him for you know the five words he says on on or in the movies. Yeah, this is a little bit chunkier, beefier. And that's kind of the boba that we want. So
0: And I'm glad you actually brought the comparison between the Mandalorian and Boba Fett up. Is you know the the rifle that he had where he was getting ready to vaporize everybody, right? Yeah. On the cartoon, that's the same rifle that um, oh, yeah. the Mandalorian okay. has in the show. So it does like it this is another praise to Favro and the team over there. They they even went back to the most obscure property in the Star Wars lore and said, all right, let's make this work. So I, I, re- I like that a lot, and I, I'll take I'll say a hot take, I guess. <laughs> um, based on this, the best thing in this Star Wars film was the animation, right? Yeah. The animated scenes, um, which I will also say is the best thing out of all of Star Wars is their animation. Uh, the Clone Wars yeah. is the best Star Wars series and best Star Wars property. Period.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, I have I have one episode left, and that comes out on May the fourth.
1: About the last episode, and it was about the the lights. People were telling me it's the greatest lightsaber fight they've ever seen, like of all time. That's amazing. And I was like, shit. Now I gotta watch it. I think I already know who it is. They didn't tell me who it was, but I think I already know. But yeah, I gotta watch it. Oh, it's
0: phenomenal. It's a uh, this. I, you know, I watched The Clone Wars when it came out, and then I took a break, and then Disney Plus reintroduced it. So I was like, let me catch up on a little bit. Um, I finished everything, and I can't wait till May the 4th, which is the day we're releasing this. So I will have already finished a, a seven season cartoon and <laughs> be very excited for it. But there's some other things that I wanted to talk about this as well. Um, I guess we can talk about the Cantina scene. Yeah. With B. Arthur, uh, everybody's favorite. Goddamn B. B. Arthur. <laughs> Who uh, also sings? Sure does. Fifteen minutes solo. Uh, besides the the cartoon, the animated special that we got, this was my favorite part. Uh, mainly because it was familiar characters. Uh, you got to see, you know, Friggin Dan yeah. and the and and his band. Uh, who they almost passed out. Uh, I was reading because the the silicone of their costumes was way too hot and they were burning in there.
1: Why? Why? It, it the cantina scene iconic but it, we kind of like cuz it's a low light dingy bar why turn mm-hmm. the lights up why show all the 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 pimples when well because you have a the, hot
0: bartender and be arthur
1: <laughs> why show the fact that like the, the mouths can't move and why show all the limitations by turning the lights on the the reason the cantina scene worked so great is because you saw like shadows and wisps of, and it gave you you filled in all the blanks oh like look at that one over there at the whiskers and the you know the well grito and all this and and you know tentacles and all that. you filled in all the blanks because you couldn't see them and that was great you turn the lights up for this because they want to have a musical session and then it's like oh they look horrible <laughs> and you turn it out like yeah people are dying of like People almost died because they couldn't breathe, and they had to bring an oxygen mask, the, the pipe oxygen into their, their... I don't know, man. I don't know what they expected.
0: So, we we can't say that that was Greedo, right? Greedo's already dead in, this, in the canon? Yeah, cannon? yeah,
1: he's dead. But, I mean, it was another because, uh, Rodian.
0: Because I wrote down, I wrote down, is Greedo's full name Ludwig Greedo or Greedo Ludwig? Because <laughs> she was like, Ludwig, how many times have I helped you? Um, which... You know, they they could have played that scene so much better. I agree with you. It's a bar, so turn the lights out. Um, It would have been cool if... In
1: real life, that's how I think about bars. Don't ever turn the lights on. You turn the lights up, that means... You don't want to see. Yeah, that means last call. So don't ever turn the lights up. Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: would have... If I were to write this scene, I would have started with uh, our lonely, gullible patron... Who, decide, who falls for every trick in the book at a bar or a strip club where he gets good service and he thinks that the, the people are in love with him. Um, I would have went to like kind of like pandered around and looked into finding a seat, right? And the bar was full, so he goes and he tries to sit at a booth, but the booth's already damaged from a blaster, so that kind of connects it to A New Hope where Greedo and Han met, right? So then you move around and you walk into the Walrus man and his buddy, and you bump into him, and he's still there. So you have like you have that connection to a new hope and the scenes that were iconic to that movie, they just completely did it. And I'm like, oh, I have a picture in my head. Pour more booze down there and tell me you love me, and then I'm gonna profess my love to you. It was a uh, totally dropped the ball there. It could have been so much better.
1: Yeah, um, and she goes from basically want just wanting their money to then kicking them out. Like I don't know. None of it made any sense. Yeah,
0: kicking him out through song.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like it was like the sound of music in Ma's uh Ma's <laughs> Eisley. So we did see we saw um the Walrus man. We saw his character there, still there after you know, getting his arm severed. The doc you know the guy that was with him, the butt the ugly white guy yeah, the with the messed s- up face. Scars. So yeah, I've been reading uh the Dr. Afra Marvel series, right? The comic series. And he's in it, and he's a black market, like cybergenic surgeon. Oh, really? Like he, he'll take like he took this guy. Uh, so there's Tan Polso is a, um, is a bounty hunter in, in the series, right? And he falls in love with one of his targets, and his target is a male humanoid creature who w- had his head cut off and turned into like a suitcase, but like a cannon. <laughs> And it's because of that doctor. Like, that doctor did, like, some vicious stuff to people, like, throughout the galaxy. And, like, even in the series, he implants uh, Dr. Afra with, like, a micro bomb and a camera and watches through her eyes as she tries to disengage this bomb. Like, she's sitting with the walrus man on the couch. So, like, oh, really? the lure of that character um, is what you and I have really talked about. Like, we want to see the black market stuff. Yeah. Uh, the violent stuff. I know you're a comic guy. I think you'd really like that series. A lot out. of Yeah, stuff I do like that.
1: I because whenever I listen to, I listen to a few other podcasts, um, and they do like role playing games. Um, uh, the stories that they tell through like, and and ga- the video games also of of like the black market stuff is always so much better. Like it's so much fun to hear them create this like. These uh, uh, bounty hunter guilds and and thieves guilds and yep. it was you know when you hear it told you're like yeah it's basically set up for that like we don't take yeah. advantage of it but that's what it should be that's what you know
0: yeah we um Act- active geek is releasing an episode today as well ten um, Star Wars characters that you should know um, and I went like I did like I think most of mine are characters that were like in the legend series so there's going to be a lot of like black market dealings and histories on that. So after our listeners have done that, they can check that out too. Um, what was going on with the Diane Carroll hologram?
1: Uh, Why was that included? So was that just
0: because she was a big name?
1: No, I, I, I don't, I, look, I don't know who was famous in. I think Starship, Jefferson Starship, was like 10 years past our prime. I have no idea. It was introduced so Itchy could jerk off. Yeah. That was the only like, reason was that like, was there.
0: This was like ahead of its game with technology. It introduced the VR porn yep. with Itchy, right? Itchy also bought a mind evaporator, which the trader called a proton pack, which if we know proton pack, <laughs> Ghostbusters, right? Uh I what was I might have missed something. Was it the Diane Carroll scene where there were like tadpole acrobats where like lumpy was watching something
1: that's when the trader, the trader, son gone whatever art carney's character he came back with stuff that's when he gives them that's when he gives uh itchy or lumpy the um he gives him the box and then like got it at the table he's got like he opens a game up or something and it's got the, yeah. the you know, it's got the the little acrobats that come out of it and just do weird okay. shit. It
0: kinda kinda looked like he roofied the kid.
1: Yeah.
0: And like that's what he was
1: saying. Well that's what I was saying. Uh, I don't know like I think a lot of this I'm not even like not like none of this is like ha ha, let's joke. This was a weird thing. Like a lot of people were coming in and I don't know what their intentions were. But while watching it, there was men and, and the, the soldiers and all these people coming in. And they'd go to the kid, hey, why don't you go disappear for a little bit so I could talk to your mom. And I, the, the, the trader did it with all the toys. Um, mm-hmm. Then the soldier did it by breaking said toys, a bunch of them. And then the, the officer was like, you know, why don't you go play so I could talk Or the the head guy. So, like, people were doing this constantly. And it gave off the, like we talked about, a very rapey vibe. Like, hey, why don't you go away? You know what kind of reminded me of is the uh, It's Always Sunny Christmas Special. When all the Santas come and and fuck Charlie's mom. And they give him a toy each time. That's what it kind of reminded me of.
0: That's true. I I think that, you know, we'll wrap this up here because... There's really not much more to talk about, but I think that this could have been—obviously could have been better, but if I were in the 70s and I were to write this, I would have started this as Han and Chewie talking on the Falcon on their way to Kashyyyk saying, hey, Chewie, what's Life Day about? And then it goes into a flashback of young Chewie growing up through Life Day with subtitles, (laughs) <laughs> and uh, you could have gotten rid of that entire Luke Skywalker scene where he's he just, just talking to R2. Yeah. Who, they got everybody from the movie, right? Anthony Daniels. They got uh, Peter Mayhew, all the main three, but they didn't get Kenny Baker. They introduced R2-D2 as R2-D2 starring R2-D2. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: so, you know, you, you don't want to throw a bone to Kenny.
1: I guess they went remote control at that point. I don't know.
0: But I think if you avoided the... The Cantina scene. If you avoided the Darth Vader cut in, that made no sense. If you avoid avoided the all the the trippiness. I don't care if Jefferson Starship was in that.
1: Nothing made sense. I mean they were basically saying, here's all the programs. They can't the introduction to the Cantina scene made absolutely zero because it was they were like, here, watch his channel and Watch how much worse it is for other people, then it'll make you feel better. That's literally what they said. So it wasn't like uh, none of it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, this was more variety show, variety hour than holiday special. Uh, There was no need for the cooking scene. There was no need for half of this stuff. I didn't laugh.
1: I didn't laugh at any of it. And like I said, no, I. They're all pretty funny people. Like uh, the guy that does the three characters. I said, um, Harvey Korman. He plays the uh, the chef, the lonely drinker, the, the instructor, and the um, yeah, the lonely drinker. And uh, he's hilarious. He's in Blazing Saddles. He's in uh, a, a you know a bunch of the uh, the stuff that like um, the history of the world. Carol. Um, yeah, Carol Burnett. Carol show. Carol Burnett show. He, like I couldn't couldn't. Get a laugh out of me. Mm-mm. It
0: was it was just bad. Um, it was just it was very very bad. So let's go with our, our rankings, and then I'm going to ask you a question about the future of the holiday special. Uh, where do you rank this? What do you give it?
1: A .5? Point five.
0: Point five. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Only um, because of the cart. So like, I'm, and
1: not the whole cartoon. Just a tiny bit of the cartoon.
0: I'm kind of conflicted. Do I give it a 5.4 for May the Fourth, right? Or do I give it a 4.5 for episode four and a half? Um, I'm gonna go 4.5 uh, just 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 because. Uh, in in all seriousness, it's probably a one star uh, because it's it's a very rough watch. It's uh, very like you must watch this on drugs. And uh, I don't know what why this was made. And I understand understand why george lucas hates it uh i don't under i don't understand anything else (laughs) after that but my question uh is should disney do a holiday special with this star wars universe now
1: yes as bad as this was i think they could do something better uh but like really embrace it as the variety show don't hide it under pretense it may be the worst part of this that it was a variety show but like have this as your opportunity to like play around a little bit and have fun you Now, nobody really loves the, the 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 new trilogies so i think you could uh embrace it and have fun and you own disney so have them um, you know you could build sets for it tv sets and you could have the muppets come in you could have Kermit the Oof. Frog. Don't do that. Be on don't do that. Have, but I mean like really go variety with it and have like – have your Mickey Mouse like travel. Have Mickey Mouse swing a lightsaber. I, I don't – I mean.
0: Oh, that's too corporate for me.
1: Well, it is Disney.
0: Uh, it is Disney, We're talking right?
1: about it being on the Disney Plus channel. So. So,
0: so this is what I would do. I would get Taika Waititi. All right. To direct it. Yeah. Uh, and I would do 100% animated.
1: Okay, I'm into that.
0: And the reason why I do animated is because you can go archival, you can go old school. You can like I would like to do one where it's you start with the Clone Wars, right, or Rebels. You start with their animated stuff and how they celebrate the holidays. Then you move into the Mandalorian, what he was doing during Life Day. Then you move into the, pre- the prequels. What then you move into a New Hope. And then you move into the current Skywalker stuff because the hard thing to do live action is Luke's dead, Han's dead, Leia and, and Carrie Fisher sure are dead. Uh, you don't have those characters.
1: Well, yeah, it would be Ray. Uh, uh,
0: would Miss Piggy be uh, – would Miss Piggy roll up as Princess Leia?
1: Okay. See, I never thought about this before. But since I was overruled last night and had to watch Muppets to Take Manhattan, one of my daughter's favorite movies, and I, I, you know, you watch the Muppets or you look at their Mupp the Muppets like uh, uh, movie selection, it's all parodies of stuff. So what about a Muppets? Well, I know there was Muppets in Space, but why can't they do a Muppets Star Wars?
0: I wouldn't be mad at it. No, I I would actually like that a lot.
1: I would love the fantasy cast. The Muppets into the Star Wars universe.
0: Oh man! So you would Gonzo's got to be no. Who's Fozzie? Fozzie's gonna be Chewy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beaker C three PO.
1: Yeah. Yes, Beaker C three PO, but their size will change, which is weird. Um,
0: Yeah, Honeydew is uh, is gonna be R two. Yeah. Gonzo would be Darth Vader. Right. I don't know. Should we which just, one should, of the Swedish chef should be Darth Vader.
1: Which one of the old men would be Palpatine? Or the eagle? Ooh. The eagle would be Pal, or Palpatine.
0: Oh, Sam the eagle. Yeah,
1: because I think that would be good. Yeah. And then obviously, well, no, can't be obvious.
0: Fozzie should be Fozzie should be Yoda.
1: Right. Okay. Because so because it's
0: Frank Oz doing both voices. We
1: want to say obviously, Miss Piggy plays Leia, but absolutely that then what would Kermit play?
0: Kermit has to play her true love, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> we know what this movie's based off of. This movie's based out of incest. So you have to have Kermit as Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah.
1: Cuz I think Kermit fits Luke Skywalker better, but he can't play
0: He's not. Yeah, he's definitely not Han Solo. No. I don't know who's the most arrogant muppet. Uh uh Ralph. Oh, Ralph. Ralph plays uh plays Han Solo think so.
1: Oh, no, because that would be confusing. Well, that would be confusing with Bobby. That's another episode entirely. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much better than that's fantastic. just watched. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, listen, I wouldn't be mad at, at an animated Star Wars Christmas oh, no, special or a Muppets <laughs> Christmas movie. M- Muppets, Star Wars, Christmas. Muppet I wouldn't Star- be mad at either one of them. Whatever. But, but that's our episode. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we're going to do uh, – we're going to review Solar Opposites on Hulu. Like <laughs> Justin Roiland animated series, uh, which may be good, which may be bad. Uh, already got a season two, so okay. there's some um, some hope there. Um, you know, he's co-created Rick and Morty, which we yeah. both love. Uh, we'll talk about the new Rick and Morty episode that came out on the third. So, uh, yeah, so watch those and be back for us to spoil it. Support us on social media, Galaxy Wars Podcast. Support the network. Uh, Active Geek comes out right now. Uh, the 10 Star Wars characters that you need to know. Uh, Binks and the Beards, Box Office Flashback Podcast are in the archives. And yeah, like I said, here we'll be back next week. Solar Opposites, a little bit of Rick and Morty. Here's $20. Buy yourself something nice.